0: Hello there. This interview that you're about to hear was originally done by me, Sam Roscoe, or Chris Prince for the Blue Moon Podcast sometime between 2009 and now. That means if there's anything that sounds a bit out of date, or if there's anything that's an obvious topic that we've not asked the guest about, it's probably because the interview is from a long time ago. This show is basically the Blue Moon Podcast interview archive. All of the new interviews that we do with former city players and managers will go live on the Blue Moon Podcast first, so if you like what you hear then please go and subscribe to that, and there's a new show every Friday with a look at everything on and off the pitch for City. But for now, enjoy the end of this generic recorded message, and enjoy the interview with the person whose name is in the title of this episode.
1: It was a, uh, it was a while ago now, like, but it's uh, it's one that I remember from. You know, it was a, it was a good goal, and it was a good win for Preston at the time. Yeah. Did you, did you mean it? Of course, I meant it. Everybody, every striker means a goal when he scores it like that. Yeah. No, I did. I did mean it. I did mean it. I remember uh, looking at just a little bit before thinking you know if he comes over I'm having a shot because he's off his line and
0: obviously it landed perfectly and uh, I just uh, just hit it. Now do you think um, when Kevin Keegan came in for you he'd obviously been he's been looking at you for a while do you think that made his mind up that kind of uh, that ability? Uh, well, I don't know you know <laughs> you have to
1: ask him but uh, obviously he contributed but like you say I think he was uh, obviously he was looking at me for a while because you don't just make your mind up on one goal and one action of one player you know you have to you have to do your homework on him so uh, obviously it contributed towards
0: it I suppose. Now you came in in, uh, in 2002 um, the City were obviously flying high in the league then did it help going and coming into a successful team? It well, always helps you yeah, because you know you're going to
1: get chances to score goals, and uh, obviously I did do that when I when I come in, when I first come in, uh, and obviously that's so many great players at the time. It was so it always helps when you got good players around you as well. Yeah. What are your memories of that team? I just know it was a very good team. You know, uh, we had some fantastic players. You know, we easily could have been playing well, would have been playing in the champion in the premierships, or and. Uh, and, and doing well in the, in the Premiership as well, so uh, it, was, it was all geared up really to, go, to get promotion and, and then stay
0: in the league. Yeah. Does it help, uh, certainly as a striker, does it help to settle when uh, a team's scoring a lot of goals and they're, they're, you know, the, the next season, does it make it easier in the Premier League? Well it does
1: because you know you're going to create chances and, uh, and ultimately that's what we did, you know, we created a lot of chances and we scored a lot of goals the season we went up but. Uh, like I say, we went up into the Premier League, you a few new additions and, and you, you basically you know, try your best and, and try and stay in the division, I suppose, but try and push on and, and achieve things.
0: Now, one of your City goals will uh, will stand out, I'm sure, for, uh, for uh, all, the, uh, all the main reasons. Uh, a last-minute winner at Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, Talk me through it. Well, basically what it was, was it was,
1: uh, it was 3-0 down, weren't we, at half-time. Down to ten men and uh, no way back, so to speak. But fortunately enough, we uh, we sneaked one or two goals, and then uh, the third one came. And you think, right? Can you go and do anything? I just remember the ball coming across and thinking, right, get you head on this, John, and see what see what happens. And just thankfully, it went in. And you know, there was no extra time to be played because I think if, if that would have come around, I think we would have quite well, we would have probably lost the game because we was all uh, we was all spent, so to speak. Now, at half-time, surely you were thinking this is a this is damage limitation. Well, you do. I mean, you're 3-0 down. Like you say, you just had a man sent off. You're thinking to yourself, right, OK, just go out and try and have a little bit of pride. Try and stop them scoring, you know, 6-7. or seven and Just try and keep it fairly respectable. And, you know, like I say, you get your first one and you think, right, OK, then hold on now. 3-1's not a bad result. And you get the second and you think, right, OK, you know, this is it. And you certainly when you get your third, you think, right, come on, man, your momentum's with you. You think, right, go on, push on, let's see what we can do. And we did, you know, we, I think we played quite well in the second half, we was attacking constantly, you know, the keeper made our keeper made some good saves, which inspires you a little bit more as well to go and push on and, and uh, well, you know, the rest is history really.
0: I want to ask, I mean, certainly as a fan watching that game, um, I mean, I, I switched it off at half time, assuming that, that the game was gone and, and lost. So, I mean, as a player, is it hard to kind of pick yourself up for that second half?
1: Well, it's just—it's a must, you know. You've got to, basically, you can't just stay in the, in the changing rooms, can you? You've got to go out and you've got to try and perform, and you've got to try and at least, you know, give the fans, you know, something to look back at and say, well, okay, then at least he had to go in the second half. I mean, that's kind of your mentality. You don't go out thinking you're gonna score four goals and <laughs> win a game because it doesn't happen that often, but. Uh, we just basically you just go out and you just try and have a little bit of pride and you just try and give a half decent performance and you know keep the score respectable and unfortunately uh, well, we went out and we did a little bit more than that.
0: Now another big win that you were involved in uh, for City was uh, the first Manchester derby at, uh, at, the, at the, well yeah. now the Etihad. Uh, what do you remember of that game?
1: I just remember all of it. I remember the build up to it. I remember obviously being the first game. Everyone was uh, excited and it was a big uh, a big deal at the time and obviously we. I remember managing give me the nut that I was playing, her. so i had the tickets out for the family, so to speak, and uh, and then once again, luckily enough, got the the second goal. I suppose I like to think the important goal that won the game, <laughs> but we won four one, didn't we? So it was a, no, it was a fantastic performance. It was a, it was a real good performance. that.
0: Well, going into that game, certainly as underdogs, because I mean that, that season had been quite hit and miss for City. Do you think do you think that helped the team when you know going in with with fewer expectations?
1: Well, I just think you, you like again. You know, you go in with belief. You know, it's your first game. You, you know, it's a derby. Derbies are always going to be exciting. Kind of like a cup game, really. You know, because it's uh, you want to go and you want to do well and you you know you want to get one over on your rivals and, that, and that's what we did. And you know, fortunately we was a better side on the day. You know, all over the pitch and you know we the the school line reflects that. I suppose.
0: And of course, you started at Manchester United as well. So a bit I bit yeah. uh, bit bittersweet for you, or?
1: Well, I did. You know, it's always nice. You, you know, you you don't tend to. Play well, you know. When you play your own teams, you want to go and you want to, you know, put in a good performance because you want to show them what you know they, you know, they're missing, so to speak, or not missing, but what you know what you could have done for them. So, and uh, when, you,
0: when you get your goal and you know you enjoy it in your own little way. Now then, um, your time at City, you, you struggled a lot with injuries. Yeah. Did that? Is that a, a very difficult thing for a striker more than any other position? Do you think well, it is in a way because you're playing catch up in it?
1: I suppose you know you miss 20 games, 25 games, and you, you know you're playing catch up, and then you're trying to catch up with everybody else who might be 10 goals in, you know, 15 goals in the season already, and you've got the confidence there and the beliefs there. So you know it was, it is difficult. I'm not going to lie; it's, it makes it makes your job a lot harder but you know you've, had, you've hopefully you've got good teammates you've got a good uh, medical department around you and you've got people who believe in you and, and you you push on you, you try and do the best that you, you possibly can do.
0: How were you feeling throughout that time was it was it frustrating or disappointing? Yeah, it's, it, or? Well it's frustrating because I mean a lot of, at the time it, I
1: had a knee injury which you know nothing was getting resolved with it you know we couldn't really find out what was the problem with it and it's going back and forth and obviously I knew there was something wrong with it and then I was having scans and x-rays which wasn't picking anything up and then one had said, well, that might be something and eventually, you know, it was only one, one, after, one Sunday morning I think I went in to see the physio and he seen a big lump in my knee and said, right, you've got to go in.